Welcome to the Pack Hoops Podcast. I'm Tammy Georgia here with Garrett Hirschberg, and we'll be discussing everything about Nevada women's basketball. This is the pilot episode, though it's the first one, and you probably haven't heard of the pod, but you should check it out. It's on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else you might get your podcast from. So today we'll be talking about the Nevada women's basketball's lot to the season. We'll be talking about the personnel they've got. They've got a lot of new players. They've got freshmen in. We've got a transfer as well. We'll be talking about Coach Levens and beyond the pack. We'll be talking about women's college basketball in general and some things that we've seen that are exciting to us. Welcome to studio, Garrett. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and yet a part of another Wolfpack podcast. Well, I mean, this is my first one, so it's great for me. You might be new to this game, but I definitely consider myself a seasoned veteran. After having my own Wolfpack podcast for a little bit over a year and a half, go check out Pack Center on iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and other platforms. So yeah, you guys heard that. I got Susan Pro in the house. You can trust that he's going to have the best takes. Well, I'm bringing the hot takes. That's what I'm about. You want to hear all the hottest takes about Nevada women's basketball? You came came to the right place for the the hottest takes about Nevada women's basketball. So it's going to be a half-hour podcast. It's going to be out every Monday. You should listen. Just, you know, support the pack. So Nevada women's basketball finally got the first win. And... Trust me, I'm excited about that because it's like being waiting to say Nevada women's basketball finally got their first win. How much do you think that win means to them, though? I think it means a lot to them. They beat Long Beach State at Long Beach State, so they picked up their first road win of the season. They beat a team they should have beat, and I think it builds a lot of confidence because looking at their schedule ahead, it's not easy. And so you getting that first win, you've shown the team like what winning feels like, and so they're not going into this week 0 and 3 you'd rather much be like 1 and 2 than 0 and 3 it's just looking at how the team's confidence they, they should have beat santa clara on saturday but they didn't and they came into long beach state and they were able to get the victory so i think it does mean a lot to the team and yet you, you did mention that it would have been better to be 1 and 2 than 0 and 3 and that kind of gets to what i was about to say that that start was kind of shaky at first because they had such a great end to the season last year and then everyone had massive massive hope that this thing they'll come out blazing but it kind of started out slow you know it was a zero and two start yeah you weren't expecting them to beat utah but then the santa clara game really looked like they might have been able to close that one out but they weren't able to but here's my hot take the first hot take of the of the pod i think they rip off four straight after this that's how much the win means to them because it looked like they were finally coming together they looked confident out there they looked like they played with each other for a really long time and the shots finally fell it wasn't the best shooting night but they finally got some kind of production from three which is something they've struggled with this season so it was a great night for them i think they they finally got a win it was on the road so you know that road win is always energizing for the team and now they can sort of have that hood off their back and say yeah we can win and we can win on the road yeah that that definitely is a hot take. I'm not in the same boat. I still have to see what this team can play because their next four games are obviously going to be tough. You look at their schedule, they play USC, Colorado in the Nugget Classic, and then they play in the Lady Grizz Classic where they play UC Davis and Montana or Northern Illinois. I think they could at least come away with two wins out of those next four games, but I don't think they're going to come away with four straight. It'd be nice to see them go three and one or two and two at the least, but you got to shoot for at least two wins in those next four games i think it hurts the team's confidence if in four game standpoint you only win one out of the four so i think this could be the start of a confidence build for the team and so it'll be interesting to see how this team comes from their first win again in front of a home crowd yeah absolutely do you think though that 
they go zero and four over that. Four no, I don't. I don't think they go zero and four. I think they can easily beat UC Davis, and then uh, the Montana or uh, Northern Illinois game. It just depends on how well they're playing that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wow, so that means you don't think they get a win out of the Nugget Classic, though. I think I think it'll be tough. Uh, uh, USC USC women's basketball is pretty good. I'm not sure about Colorado, but I think you got two Pac-12 teams uh, coming to Reno. I think it, I think it will be tough. It will be tough, and I, I'm saying they win because I think they've got the home crowd behind them, and that sort of changes things. Of course, they didn't win their home game against Utah, but after that first win, you have that confidence going. You know, you've got the adrenaline flowing, and you think, yeah, we can be anybody. Yeah, but I l looking at the home. I don't know if home crowd in Reno uh, outside of men's basketball is a thing. Like, even like last year, dating back to football around this time, we played uh, UNLV, our rival Thanksgiving weekend. And the crowd, especially from like a student standpoint, was dismal. And I don't think a lot of people, like, I think this is obviously Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, all the st A lot of the students go back home. So, I, and a lot of people are spending time with their f uh, friends and family. So I don't know how many people are gonna actually come out to these games. It's, it's too hard to tell early in the week. Well, you guys heard that. You guys need to show up. If you're around, exactly. Yeah, tied up. Tied up for the women's basketball team. Let's let's let them hear your voice, you know. But yeah, I, I think despite the 0 and 2 start, well, 1 and 2 now, they've definitely done some things well. Well, we've got to talk about Jade Redmond if, if we're talking about things they've done well. She's been so solid, you know. In all the games this season, she's gotten double figures. She's provided rebounding. She's sort of steadied the team. And I have loved what I've seen from her. What what do you think they've done well so far, though? Well, I think one thing they've gotten is they've gotten good production out of their star players. They've had three. They have three players who average above 25 minutes a game. So they're getting those good productions out of the starters. They've got. They've been shooting the. They've been shooting okay from the field. They're 34 percent, not the greatest. But then you you see like Jade Redmond. She's shooting 52 percent from the field. She's she's, good, she's good. shooting really good on 30 minutes a night. She's averaging 13.7 uh, points. You have uh, Tere Briggs who's averaging 12 a night. But then you also you look at what they're doing. They're like rebounding as a team. Like you look at what happened in that Long Beach State game. They grab 11 offensive rebounds, so it, it's interesting to see how the team is doing. Well, they're getting um, they're getting a ton of steals. Uh, they're, they're they're moving the ball, so it, it's nice to see them doing things well, playing fundamental basketball. And you mentioned that Long Beach State game, and for me, it was great because Kamara King finally came alive. It was so fun watching her just take over, you know, because I've been expecting that from her the past two games, and she sort of had a mm, so and so game. She probably had a game where she didn't score at all, but she finally came and. She blazed Long Beach State for 20 points, you know, 7 of 16 from the field, which is great. And she was on fire, really. She yeah. was just dominating the entire game. Yeah, 4 of 12 from uh, 3 points, not horrible, 33%. Uh, Jade Redmond, as you mentioned, uh, four, put up 18 points on four of eight shooting. Managed to get to the line. Uh, that's something I know we struggled with last year was free throw shooting. So it's good to see uh, Nevada in this game shoot 30 of 37. If you look at last year's team, they might have shot like 25 of 37. They they weren't a very good free throw shooting team. So it's good to see that they've made strides. You had, as I mentioned, Jade Redmond 10 of 12, Deja Hamilton 9 of 10. So it's good to see that Nevada is taking advantage, getting to the free throw line, and then converting once you're there. And Deja a freshman you know and she's knocking down those free throws right there at the line under pressure sometimes but she's good she's, she's knocking them down uh, and that's great i think uh for danger this season that's what she's got to do you know get to the line attack the, the defense and, and try
try to draw those fouls because they're still a so-and-so free throw shooting team i think that's still one of their struggles if you check it out they're shooting about less than 50 percent which isn't great and they've sort of sort of moved that up but if they get their best guys to the line then that sort of helps those struggles you know if you have the right guys at the line you have jade redmond and dj hamilton shooting your free throws every night rather than someone else who doesn't quite have it then that helps for sure yeah and i think one thing uh you did mention was uh the the freshman being integrated into this team and i think it's going to be interesting to see how amanda levens utilizes not only the freshman but the returning veterans you look at this game uh long beach state kamara king played 37 out of the 40 minutes so it'll be interesting to see how you lean on your veterans but but then also trying to integrate the freshmen and transfers you look at what the men's basketball team is doing you see cody and caleb get a lot of the minutes but then you also integrate uh jazz johnson jordan brown and, and other new players so it, it'll be interesting to see how amanda levens sure you have jade redmond uh and kamara king who returned from last year but then you also have freshmen like deja hamilton and other players who you need to get big minutes out of. yeah you do and speaking of freshmen i thought essence booker moving to the starting lineup is something i want to see more of because she's been solid though she didn't get a lot of minutes in the first game she got more minutes in the second and finally she got the start in the third game and she was solid you know having a third combo guard who can provide a lot of shooting and spacing for them was definitely very helpful. Yeah, on 25 minutes, she uh, scored both points on 4 of 10 shooting, not bad. 2 from 2 from beyond the arc, pretty good. 100% from the 3-point and 100% from the free throw line. Yeah, she had a good game, 4 rebounds, uh, 1 assist, 1 steal. Cut down on the turnover, she had 4, but I think cutting down on the turnovers is something that you definitely need to see happen from a whole team standpoint they do they, they had do. they had 24 turnovers uh in in the game against long beach state obviously you're averaging what six turnovers a quarter and that's so, a lot yeah that's a lot and especially if you're playing a 40 minute game uh having 24 turnovers that's something i know nevada struggled with last year and they still struggle with this year yeah absolutely they're averaging over 18 turnovers a game which is a lot and the less you turn the ball over the, the less chances you give the opponent to score again to you and i think that's one of the things they have to fix going into the nugget classic and then another thing i think they they gotta look out for is starting out games slow because against utah and against santa clara they gave up this big runs in the first quarter and then they struggled to come back against santa clara they didn't quite come back against utah and that sort of set the tone for the entire game with long beach state they didn't allow that they took that first quarter but how do you see them fixing that first quarter struggle i don't i don't know how you fix a first quarter struggle look it happens in every sport like you get down early and then it's a struggle to get back in the game i think you you would need to be aggressive in the beginning of the game to then be able to come back to then be able to sustain a lead like what we saw in long beach state i think if you play good teams good teams won't allow you to come back once once they get you down early you'll see that like with a team like utah what they, what they did like they got out to a big run and then they kept their lead so i think what nevada needs to do is from from the t opening tip you need to be on the attack be aggressive try to get that lead and then hold off that lead yeah. and try to hold off the other team from coming back yeah i agree with that i think they've got to bring the energy right from the tip off you know make sure you're attacking uh the defense make sure on defense you're rebounding very well because that was another problem that allowed you to get that lead in the first quarter they gave them a lot of second chance points and you don't want to give up a lot of second chance points in the first quarter because the team starts to build confidence that yeah we've got them but you want to make sure on the defensive end you're rebounding very aggressively on the offensive end you're driving you're attacking the the defense and you're bringing that energy and i think it's also a bit of an inexperienced issue because you know you got a lot of young 
players, a lot of freshmen in the team, about six of them. So you have people who aren't quite used to the situations and it shows because in the fourth quarter as well, they struggled in the first two games. Yeah. And looking at it, you mentioned offensive rebounds. They're averaging about 12 offensive rebounds a game, which is good, but their opponents do have more offensive rebounds in those three games. They're getting out rebounds 122 to 119 on the season. So it's not that big of a margin, but you'd still like to see Nevada get more offensive rebounds than their opponent because rebounds definitely do help, uh, especially in the swing of things, like grabbing a clutch defensive rebound and not allowing your opposing team to grab an offensive rebound is huge. But meanwhile, grabbing offensive rebounds for the pack uh, allows you to get second chance points, allows you to fully get your offense in motion. Yeah, for sure. And they've got some big buddies, you know, they've got SS Booker, they've got Emmanuel Lacey, people who can help them grab those boards. Do you think those numbers keep up over the year though? Do you think they shoot it as badly as they've done and uh, they rebound as well so-and-so as, as they've done? I think it's a little bit hard to tell on the rebounding standpoint because if you have a game where a lot of the shots just go in then there's not a lot of rebounds but you mentioned shooting i don't know because nevada last year during the regular season struggled to shoot they weren't the greatest of three-point shooters so just seeing this only three game sample size very they're, small sample size very sure. small they're shooting they're shooting 31 percent from the three ball but they're also playing really good defense and holding their opponents to just 19.6 percent from three so that's something i think i think it will improve but i don't know by how much i think once the shooters get more confidence then they'll start making more no you're absolutely right i mean it's the really small sample size it's just three games there's not a lot you can tell from three games right now they're not shooting it great but you mentioned the three-point defense which is elite right now you want to make sure your opponents aren't getting a lot from three because the three ball is that great equalizer and they're doing a great job with that which i think if they keep it up over the year it keeps them in a lot of games you make sure your opponents aren't getting a lot from three they're having to score two points every time. And you go on the other end, you get a couple of threes yourself. And you, before you know it, even a game against a great team like USC becomes open and you can sort of get a good chance to win that game. But I think outside of Briggs and Redmond, who have been like really good this season, I think, oh my goodness, they've been they've been great. Uh, Briggs had an 18-point game against Santa Clara. Redmond has been shooting lights out and has been solid all game. Who else do you like what they're doing right now? I think Deja Hamilton, definitely what she's doing is incredible. Coming into the spot, she's the third leading scorer with 8.7 points per game she's averaging about five rebounds a game she's not turning the ball over a lot which is good to see one thing she does need to do is raise those percentages hasn't made a three all year and she's only shooting 19 percent from the field so i'd like to see those numbers get up but overall she's she's shooting 18 to 20 from the free throw line so she's reliable when she gets to the charity stripe and she only missed two free throws that's i think that's i think will be a player to watch outside of obviously the top two as you mentioned in uh, redmond and Briggs. I'm excited for Essence Booker. I kind of think she's going to be that X factor every night for them. She's going to be the one who, if she has a big game, then they're winning that game. If, if she comes and she shoots like three three-pointers, they got a good chance to win that game. But on the flip side, who do you think needs to pick it up? Honestly, a little bit expected more from Kamaria King. She obviously returns from last year. She's shooting 35% from the field, 80% from three, which is good, but she's only averaging um, roughly 8.7 points. But I, I would thought she would be like something who would have an impact on this team more. She's playing great but it's just like i thought she would have had a bigger impact yeah she needs to be that third star uh, that third leader on the team but for me i, I thought Emmanuel west needs to do more to sort of solidify her role in that starting lineup because the first two games she started yeah. but yeah she didn't get a lot of minutes third game against long beach state she was all right she got about 20 minutes plus a game but she needs to do more and make sure she's giving coach levens a reason to stay on the court every night you know what do you think though yeah i think for someone who started all three games you would like to see better numbers but there is only one basketball so although 
although she might be struggling you still have three other players who are performing well so as long as her game isn't inevitably hurting the team i'm not gonna blame her for this slow start absolutely you mentioned that they don't necessarily need to get a big night out of everyone but if they get at least three guys going that's good for them yeah obviously the more people you have on fire the more you're obviously gonna score the more you're probably gonna win by and it's not not everyone can have an, an all-time night every every night they still have on the floor but it's just it's nice to see nevada get multiple people in double figures as we saw in the long beach state game so i think if you can get consistently two or three people in double figures every night you're gonna put yourself in position to win oh for sure and one thing i like that they've done this season is that they don't really have that one person who they go to for scoring every night it's been an equal opportunity offense you know everyone has a chance to have a big night because they're passing the ball around a lot they're looking for the hot hand and last night it was kamara king and they found her a lot and i think that points to their chemistry really they've had good chemistry so far and i've liked how they've sort of distributed the ball how they've trusted the, the guys and how they've sort of had each other's back how are you liking their chemistry so far well i think their chemistry obviously might be at the lowest point it will be all season because the season just started and obviously this team has already spent x amount of months together through fall practice but as each game goes on the team chemistry is going to keep rising and rising because this team is battling out through a season together so i do think it's pretty good so far but it's only going to get better oh for sure it's only going to get better and, and they look like they wanting to get better they have a lot of new players about nine new players on the team and they're working really hard to integrate them you know they, they're being buddies for each other and that's something that has been very exciting for me to see and i think it, it, it comes from coach levens as well she's encouraging them to sort of be together outside of basketball you know hang out a lot go places and chill together and that's one thing i've liked about her coaching style she's been more than basketball she's been about the community she's been about you know having a culture in a team that's about excellent beyond basketball and part of how she does it is this blend of toughness and love at the same time because i spoke to her about three weeks ago and she told me she wanted to make sure that they were good people outside of basketball that they were excelling academically they were saying socially and I, I thought that was interesting you know because you feel our basketball program they just want the win they just want their players to come out and to kill it every night you know and they put the players through the most ridiculous things just to get that but she's not doing that yeah and it's great to hear what amanda levens is doing in only her second season here by having the team engage in the community you're spreading the awareness of this team so definitely we will see more attendance for women's basketball games it's great to see them do like reach out to the community and help those in need and looking at it from a basketball standpoint you're having the team together so i think that that just helps build the team chemistry oh for sure it does and you need to see their practices though it's the best thing because they've got like this really great blend of pushing them so far and and when you, you see that the players have done have done what you need what, they, what they've really pushed themselves she's also not afraid to praise them for that and you know you want to make sure you have that great blend of complimenting them and then at the same time letting them know what they need to do better you don't just want a case where the coach is just on their ass every night you want a case where the coaches know okay they've done great today um you guys pat yourselves on the back but let's get back at it tomorrow and that's one thing i think she's she's done amazingly well so far i've enjoyed you know the way she's handled the team and it's like you mentioned it's just her second season and she looks like she's always known this thing for the longest time and that's something i found very great about her approach but beyond the pack though women's basketball is looking quite interesting last season we had like this all-time final four and the usual suspects are back you've got oregon in there you've got yukon in there you've got notre dame the fighting irish in there and i'm liking what i'm saying you have sabrina Inescu, who is well almost consensus favorite for the well, winning yeah. award this year and you've got arivike ugubawale on on the fighting irish and it looks like we might have an interesting season i mean yukon has been there forever so you know you know they're gonna bring that smoke yeah and with yukon it's like 
you can never count them out like they've been here for so long like they've rattled off 90 plus game winning streaks and so you can never really count on UConn until they don't make it to the final four and so I don't have a doubt like that Gino Oriyama is gonna have have their team ready for fi the final four this year but it's just like the New England Patriots that you know they're gonna be there in January and February playing football you know they're gonna be in the playoffs and that's the same thing like with UConn women's basketball you know they're gonna be in the tournament year in and year out it's just a matter of time till they don't reach the final four that's I think when the concerns are absolutely the I, I do think yeah they're gonna be there they're gonna be in the final four if you are if you ask me to make a prediction I think they make the final four but for the first time in a few years it, it looks like there's a lot more parity at the top now and part of the wheezing is because the Oregon Ducks are looking really good yeah they do look uh really good and they looked good last year towards the end of the season towards the tournament time they obviously didn't get the result they wanted to they didn't win the NCAA tournament but I think they came back this year and have looked even stronger oh yeah they absolutely have ESPN women ran a top 25 college players and they've got two guys in the top 10 so you know that they're, they're really good and Sabrina got a triple double her second of the season by the way in the last game they played and it was a 35 point triple double so she just wants to kill it this season she mm -hmm. wants to make sure they get a chance to cut those nets down for sure look you got one two three four teams that are 4-0 already so and that's four teams in the top 12 I think there's gonna be a lot of teams like you can never trust that like Stanford Stanford women's basketball has always been good I think they will provide Oregon a very tough matchup in the Pac-12 you obviously got Notre Dame who won it last year South Carolina provides some good teams so I, I think it'll be very interesting to see how this all unfolds like sure it's the first week of the season so obviously we got we got a ton more of basketball left but it'll be interesting to see how the whole season unfolds because right now a lot of teams are undefeated so it'll be interesting to see how long it lasts that a team is undefeated is this the beginning of the end though for the Yukon dynasty because it feels like for the first time you've got two good teams who can come out and beat them for sure I wouldn't say that because in the past uh you there's always been teams that could have beat UConn. You had the Stanfords. You had Baylor, Brittany Griner. They were a very good team. They didn't beat UConn. You had Tennessee with uh, their their legendary Pat Summit. Like they they've had some good teams, but UConn has always proved it. Until until I don't see UConn in the Final Four, then I'm gonna start worrying. Like this is a team that that has proven it year in and year out. And so I don't I think they'll respond from last year's Final Four loss and probably probably be back in the same position. Except this year this season I I might say they might make the national championship. I'm not sure. Got to see how the rest of the season unfolds. Well, I, I'm going to say now, which is my second hot take for this part, they don't make the national championship game. They for sure make the final four, but I think the national championship game is between Oregon and Notre Dame for sure. If you ask me right now, and if you ask me two weeks from now, I'm still going to say the same thing because I really like what these two have got going. Notre Dame is looking like really good this season. They already beat a top 15 team, which is great. And the 3-0, you know, one of the undefeated teams you mentioned, they've got an, an all-time back cut in Arike and Mabley. And I think they might get a repeat, you know. They just might. Well, yeah, it, I, they're definitely the clear favorite. They What they showed in, in last year's Final Four and National Championship winning in spectacular fashion, it was must-watch television. And so I think they do know the pressure's on them to repeat, but I think they can handle the pressure. They can, for sure. And they've got someone who can really handle the pressure because she hit those two great clutches last yeah, year. Yeah, that was, that was incredible. So you can trust that when the stakes are highest, she's going to come through. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, yeah, of course, it's Erika Ogunbowale. But um, on a final note, what do you think about the pack though? I think I think they'll be fine. I think let's see, there's 29 regular season games. They are one in two to start. So I think this team's got definitely got a lot of learning ahead, especially with some tough non-conference games. As we mentioned, they got USC and Colorado coming up, and they have Texas Tech. So you got a lot of big conference schools. I think out of the 29 games, I think they'll probably finish with around 16 and 16 or 17 wins. Well, you heard from Gareth. He thinks they get 17-17. <laughs> 
17 wins. I'm thinking they get. This is just right. This is just regular season. I don't know how they do in the tournament. For sure. I don't know how they do in the tournament because they struggled last year in the regular season, and then they made a miraculous run to the Mountain West tournament finals. They won a couple games in the women's basketball invitational tournament last year. I don't know how they do. Amanda Levin took them 19 wins in her first season, so uh, you would like to see improvement, but we, we just gotta wait and find out. I'm bullish though. I'm bullish on the team, and I think they get 19 or more. Okay. I think they, they hit that 19 mark again because they know what to do well, and they just gotta hone on that a little bit more. I'm not sure how they might do in conference play, but I do think they get 19 wins because if you look at that schedule, they've got a lot of teams who they can sort of make it good and, and sort of get a chance to win most games, and I think yeah, they do get 19 wins or more. Well, that's been the part. Thank you guys for listening. I You should listen every Monday. Subscribe to the pod wherever you get podcasts from. Apple, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud. We're there. And we're bringing the heat every week on Nevada Women's Basketball. All right, guys.